and welcome back to... An idea now there is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I regret that immediately. Was that, was that Yoda? No. No, just... No, no. it wasn't trying to okay. do a Yoda impression at all. Because Yoda's no. trademarked, so we would have got in big trouble. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I was doing his brother. Smoda. Goda. Can we move on really quickly? So we don't have any announcements at the beginning of today, so we no. are just going to plug our Instagram. Yep. Check out the Instagram if you haven't already. NTAI podcast. Mm-hmm. That's the one. Comment on anything. Literally. Oh, you were going to send us uh, your excuses last time. I haven't had yeah. any yet. What's your excuse for not sending us your excuses? Your dog <laughs> ate your excuses. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've literally been eaten by a dog, perhaps. Oh, Maybe. That dancing dog turned out to be just a complete psychopath. Yeah. And went on a killing spree. Yeah. A global killing spree. Oh. Well, he was on tour, wasn't he? <laughs> Doing his dancing. Dogs will be dogs. Dogs will be dogs. We also haven't been sent any of the Dunkin' Donuts cereal, so come on guys, pull your finger out. We're, playing out. <laughs> <laughs> We're hungry. <laughs> if you don't want to physically send us some cereal, maybe just email us a picture of your cereal. What are you eating? It's not a bit intrusive, I don't know. No, not uh, at all. Why not? If you'd eat Mocha Pops, let us know. Yes. And if you can try Dunkin' Donuts, coffee, whatever, do it. If you want to email us, N-T-A-I mm-hmm. podcast mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Excellent. 10 so out of 10 would listen to email again. Let's just go straight to the topic number one. Now there's an idea. Oh, we figured that out, didn't we? Mm. What was it? Led, Led Zeppelin. Zeppelin. Yeah. yeah. Topic number one. <laughs> Sorry. Shall I, yeah, shall I take this one? I don't feel like... Yeah, I mean, it was originally my idea though, right? I just want to sort of... Oh! Yeah, yeah. I actually was. came up with this. But, um, I forgot. I, I, I didn't know if it would be a good idea. I thought it actually might be a silly idea, but turns out it I may like actually it. be uh, an idea. I mean, do you want to go for it then? No, there's an idea. No, I think you should. You're, okay. you know, you're in a I'm position better placed. to, yeah, yeah, to okay. speak about this more. <laughs> Topic number one. <laughs> Topic number one is a custom-made bra... With different cup sizes for each boob. I don't think I've ever met a woman in my whole life that has completely equally sized boobs. Everyone has one that's a little bit bigger than the other. When when women have boob jobs, mm-hmm. do they get them like does do they get it so one is a little bit larger, so it's oh. a bit more natural, or do they go for the same? I have no idea. Yeah. If you've had a boob job and yeah. you're listening. Email us at ntaipodcast at gmail.com. No pictures. Just let us know. Did you specifically ask for one bigger? Did one just turn out bigger? I wonder though if, I don't know, the, the like, you know, the big Hollywood boob jobs or mm. whatever they are. I don't imagine they're the supposed Hollywood. to look. I don't imagine they're supposed to look natural. Like the Playboy boobs, you know? Yeah. They're not supposed to look natural. But people that have had. Well, even if you've had a boob reduction for whatever reason. Yeah. Did, would, yeah, do you go for like, oh, can you just leave one a little bit bigger? Interesting. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna ask. Yeah, some we're people. actually gonna do some research. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, I'm not. actually, I don't know <laughs> that that goes against our number one rule in this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> boob jobs aside, although this could be for people with boob jobs, mm. I don't know. We'll find out. Bras with different cup sizes. Everyone has one boob a little bit bigger or smaller than the other. Yeah. So you think in like an online shop where you can just put in different cup sizes and they'll make it? Yeah, maybe. Or do you, you buy like, like them in halves Ooh. and then you just like tie them, you put them together? I don't know, to be do, honest. Do you think <laughs> this is an area that needs innovation? I do, yeah. Because we, what was it we watched where 
It was the woman. Oh, we watched a drunk history, didn't we? Where they talked about oh, the woman yeah, the who woman invented, invented the, bra. the bra. She was so like, yeah, I invented it, but whatever. Yeah, she kind of seemed like a badass, didn't she? She's yeah. pretty cool. So it doesn't seem like it's changed since then. No, and there's a lot of dispute online about whether or not underwiring in bras is very good for you. What does what does that mean? I I underwiring. Oh, so there's a a U-shaped wire in the cup, right? That gives you a bit of support. Okay. Why would that not be good for you? Um, I'm not really sure. I haven't done the research, okay. <laughs> but I think it's it. Uh, Maybe we have some um, lingerie experts out there. Yeah, someone else tell me. I've yeah. just read, you know, you flip through Cosmopolitan yeah. and it says, underwiring is bad for your boobs. And you go, noted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's it. So bras with different cup sizes. I haven't actually thought about how logistically this can be done, but you can go to shops and get measured for the perfect bra size. Mm. I haven't had good experiences with that process in the past because I've always ended up feeling pressured into buying a bra that they suggest and then it just doesn't fit at all. Don't know how I get to that point. I'm not really sure how you can get it wrong. No, me do, neither. Do you, so they take your measurements and then they're like, oh, this one, this is definitely for you. Or do you get to try some on? Because when it comes to you, men's shirts, yeah, you, you go in there, you try on. one on, and you're like, oh yeah, it could be a bit longer in the sleeve or whatever. Yeah. And then you walk out with a perfect fitting shirt. I've only done it twice, but... Well, okay, This maybe this is just a me problem because I'm exactly the same in the opticians. <laughs> I just, right, yeah. I crumble just yes, no under the anxiety. One or two, yeah. yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't even know until the other day that you could just say they're the same in an opticians. Yeah, or that they're both blurry. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you had to pick. So I've always <laughs> just gone one or two, regardless of whether they're the same or... Yeah, so you may have perfect 2020 vision, but Maybe. they've gone, oh, if number one's bad, we best get her some glasses. Yeah, and then yeah. I pay like £200 for a pair of glasses that I don't wear. <sighs> yeah. Is this, it, to me, this sounds like it could be a British problem. You Maybe, know, just wanting yeah. to say yes and get out of there as fast as yeah, possible. Yeah, uh, same as the hairdressers. Hairdressers for women are just extortionate. I'm sorry to all mm. the hairdressers that may be listening, but like, you, go, you would go to the hairdressers and pay like £10 for a whole cut of your hair yeah, but and difference... women pay like 80 pounds for well maybe not 80 but it's just I, don't know, I think some people, i have heard that amount of money i think the difference is though that you know uh, you can do a man's haircut with a razor alone yeah, that's true. whereas it's all scissor work i think i've never actually watched a woman get a haircut but i assume it's, it's a stressful. bit more skill than i really don't enjoy it <laughs> and i many times i've walked out of a hairdresser's with a haircut that i don't like just because i'm too afraid yeah to say. i think there's been one haircut i've had and it was because i went in there i was like you know what i've been cutting my hair myself for 10 years i've been happy with it but That's i'm thinking great. maybe i'm doing something wrong and it could be done better i went in there with pictures an explanation talking about how i cut it mm. i came out and i was like yeah you know what he did a pretty good job so i was like now i don't have to cut my own hair went back next time it was terrible Oh. It's like he'd forgot. He hadn't quite forgotten who I was, but he'd forgotten everything I'd said. Yeah. But then again, they talked to her, like loads of people, right? That's true. So then I was, I'm just going back to you just cut need my own to hair. go prepared every single time. Yeah, but it's effort, isn't it? Yeah. And you're good it's at like cutting your own. You get hair. the um, projector out and you're doing a PowerPoint. As you can see <laughs> from the back of my hair here. Sorry, that's a picture <laughs> of my holiday in Mallorca. <laughs> <laughs> Which I do not want to talk about. So please do not ask me. <laughs> How did we get here? What were we talking about? Well, we are innovating, again, just a whole industry. Always innovating. The bra industry. Honestly, they should have come to us with all this COVID stuff. We would have Mm. innovated the hell out of it. (laughs) Innovate COVID. (laughs) 
bras. That's bras. what we're talking about. Yeah. Bras with different cup sizes. I'm thinking you can either go to a shop and get measured. Maybe they have some pre-made ones that are... Or like a C and a D or... Yeah, Is yeah. it that different? Is there a lot of difference between those sizes? Again, I don't know. Okay. Uh, well, the cup size... What is it? So, so sorry, I've just interjected it's here. Because okay. I'm very curious. <laughs> I... And this could just be a me thing. Okay. I take quite a while to, to look at clothes that match the specifications I want. You and, do. And sizing is one of them. Very meticulous about this. So I don't understand how you could look at something that you use every day, a bra, mm-hmm. and just be like, yeah, that'll do. And then put up with uncomfortable bras for years. Because well, you I just bought one recently that does has fit. shown you that, yeah, <laughs> that you've been wearing the wrong size. Okay, so the problem with that is I lost weight and I didn't realise that yeah. I was slim around the middle. So the cups were still sort of the, the right size, but the back strap was just way too loose and I didn't even realise. Yeah, um, so, so, so I think this is the thing. Most women don't even know what a proper fitting bra is supposed yeah. to feel like. And my, this was my question. Why is there some sort of stigma about talking about bras in, mm. uh, to strangers or something? I feel like I'm the wrong person to ask because I went to an all-girls school. So there is absolutely no stigma there. <laughs> okay. So why, so why don't you know more about bras and why aren't you wearing the, the better fitted bras? I have That's no the question. idea. That's a good question, actually. Yeah. I don't, I can tell you now what my bra size is, but again, this might be a me thing because I just love a sports bra. So I'm not really like a frilly, lacy, <laughs> fancy bra person. Well, someone out there, if, they, if, if you know your stuff, tell yeah. us why it would or wouldn't work to get different cups. Yeah. Well, as I was going to say earlier, the cup sizes, I think this is the case. So a B cup is not a B cup for every shape and size of woman. Like a 32B will be a different cup size to a 42b for example i think so i think as you go up and down the back strap sizes just to make it the cup will change size yeah <laughs> okay so it's not yeah. like a is it is it a maths thing is it like a no ratio idea. of or like a percentage of your not a number blue. equals the e equals mc squared <gasps> we've done it <laughs> We've solved the bra issue. Our bra Einstein. <laughs> oh, no. That's the name of the episode. Take that out. No, I hate it. <laughs> oh, no. So that was idea number one. Oh, uh, I feel like I didn't give enough information. Well, I'm just I mean, baffled by bras now. You've a, asked me questions yeah, that I've realised I, I don't know the answers I to. Just, for, in order for us to come up with the best solution, we're going to need mo- a lot more information. Yeah. But Maybe it's a it is a idea. modular thing. Maybe you get like you get the strap size that's yours, and then you can attach cups and attach straps, okay. and you can undo the straps and do them up different directions depending on what kind of dress you're wearing. And it is a, a modular a thing, modular bra. And also another thing that happens to be delicate as you go through the menses, mm. your chest can enlarge, <laughs> expand. I don't know how to- Make this Basically, your boobs get bigger when you're in a period. And... So modular bras that have different cup sizes according to your time of month as well. It, right. It's like a one bra Does, is fits it, is all. Is it that much of a difference? For me, it is. Uh, it varies between mm. women, but for me, okay, I well, go up a whole cup size. I am all about bespoke modular things. Mm-hmm. You know, the pillow. It's like the Ikea bra, isn't it? Mm. That's what we're looking for. Yeah, so you buy a few of... The different things in different colours in yeah. slightly different sizes and you can just build your bra for the day. That would be really Is that cool. something people would actually bother doing though? Or I would they always go to their like ten ninety nine bra from Primark or whatever? I would do it the first few times because it would be a novelty. Yeah. 
And then once I find one that I like, I'll probably just stick to that and not take it apart again. But yeah. I don't know. Some people out there might like it. Some people put a lot more effort into their wardrobe than I do. So yeah. <laughs> maybe they're the people to speak <laughs> to. <laughs> I feel like we just, we throw it on someone famous and it will sell. That's kind of what we yeah, always say with Kim these products, K isn't involved. it? <laughs> so bra with different cup sizes. I like it. Ding, ding. I would wear it. Ding, uh, this is ding. something that I would personally buy. Mm. So yeah. A ding ding. It'd be interesting to see the data. What data? For just like Brows. who who would want it and then after wearing it, who actually likes it. Okay, yeah, yeah. We need a mm. focus group. Well, Let us know if you want to really, be part of the You said they were quite expensive, right? Good ones. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I feel like why? Why is that still expensive? Also, why is underwear so expensive? No. I have so many questions today. <laughs> Maybe we should just move on. Yeah, yeah. Bras are very expensive. But the one I've got on now is my best fitting bra in my whole wardrobe. And it was like... Seven ninety nine. Mm, okay. It won't last long. It will fall apart at the seams. But for now, it fits glorious. Well, how long does does a more expensive one last significantly longer? Or I have one in my wardrobe that I've had for about like five years, yeah. and it's still absolutely fine. But that's mostly because I haven't worn it that much. Okay. It's a fancy I don't one. No. We need some. <laughs> we need a guest to come on and talk to us about bras. Okay. We'll try and find someone in the industry. Bring them on. Or not even in the industry. We could just... Well, an enthusiast. Ask a friend. <laughs> <laughs> so, topic number two. Let's move swiftly on. Do you want this one or shall I? Being a... a I'll, I'll take this one. Being Call a big him. fan of... Um, Toilet. Yeah, of <laughs> oh, yeah, thanks. I was going to try and put it a bit more elegantly. <laughs> just being a big fan of the process altogether. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can't be too comfortable. And we have two toilets. On a sm- an ensuite and a, yeah, and a family and I prefer the ensuite because there's a bit more space around the toilet mm-hmm. I think there's a lot that goes into the experience that people don't realise and there's something that you encourage me to do um, because obviously we share a bathroom that mm-hmm. is the nicer bathroom mm-hmm. uh, and our listeners may have heard of this it's uh, VI Poo so or like uh, Poo-Pourri yeah they're different yeah. brands of basically you squirt scented oil onto the water before you do your do <laughs> and it, it it creates a layer of oil, doesn't it, which prevents the smell from coming up. Mm-hmm. So this is all this is all uh, very classy stuff to be chatting about. Mm-hmm. So we're. I mean, thinking, we're being very delicate about this. <laughs> well, I sometimes forget. Yeah. You, uh, yes, so you do. In it, I always think things are better if they're automated. Mm-hmm. Let's automate it. Let's put. Uh, maybe you install it yourself. You clip it to the bottom of your toilet seat. So that when you, you sit on it, what it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So when you when you sit on the toilet seat, it squirts this VI poo substance. Maybe it's a refillable cartridge mm. thing as well. So it's aimed at the water in the so bowl. It's like a, so a pressure sensor or something. Yeah, you okay. sit down and then pff, you don't even have to worry about the oil. You just it, you, maybe you'd smell it, wouldn't you? You'd be yeah, like, oh, yeah. that's nice. And then you do. You'd your have to make business. sure it was definitely pointed down. Yes, otherwise, otherwise it'd be like a bidet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so that's the idea. It is a uh, a pressure sensor, oil scented oil sprayer for your toilet okay. to make your poop smell good, basically. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, I was dancing around it so long, and there it is. This is to make your poop smell good. Okay. It's a contraption for your toilet seat. Yeah. You sit on to it to improve your experience. It, okay. Or technically to improve other people's experiences. Yeah, of the bathroom after you. Yeah. <laughs> so I think uh, it's a great idea. Yeah. I think. We actually came up with a slightly different idea. 
we were talking about this with our friends the other day and I suggested a toilet seat that when you close the lid, it sprays VI poo or poopery mm. or whatever brand you would like to use. And then our friend Dan, hi Dan, you're probably not listening, but hello anyway. <laughs> he said that kind of would defeat the object, wouldn't it? Because you shut the seat and that's not when you're going to go and do that business. Mm. So he suggested the pressure sensor so that as you sit down, it sprays. Which I think is better. Yeah, me too. Good job, Dan. You're welcome on the podcast anytime. <laughs> to discuss this bras? idea more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe that isn't. No. Um, it's kind of all we have to say about it, because so, I think it's great. Yeah, and, it, and it's simple, and I don't imagine this would be hard to like. You could probably even 3D print it or something. Oh, uh, yeah. Just do it, do it yourself at just home. Just a little like spring thing, and then it... Well, yeah. It could be as simple as that. It could be like a little tiny little bellow or something and then as you put pressure on it it goes and then goes down a little tube and squirts into the toilet it could be that simple okay so what are we saying uh, i think it's a pretty clear ding ding a ding ding a case of the ding dings in case of the ding ding <laughs> case of ding dings no that was that, that was like, like case of yeah, yeah you yeah. got it Ooh, okay i'm hungry topic number three topic number three we've gone from the bedroom to the bathroom, and now we're in the kitchen. Oh, what a segue! I didn't yeah, even. Yeah, we've we've innovated out. the whole house. Oh, unless you know you have a bin in a different room, which is possible. But this is more of a kitchen bin thing. This right? is definitely more of a kitchen bin. So idea number three is a baler bin. Mm-hmm. So if anyone's ever worked in a factory or, or a warehouse the or watched the office, <laughs> there's a thing called a baler. Mm-hmm. You put card in, you shut the thing, press the button, like a hydraulic and it press, gets squashed. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you said when you mentioned this because this was your idea, I was like, "Yeah, that that just makes sense." Why, like, why is it not make already a trash? Because it it gets compacted somewhere mm. along the line, right? So why not just com- we all compact it and then well, the bin storage is is better and then bin men maybe don't have to come out as often. Doesn't or... it get compacted in the bin men lorry anyway? Bin yeah. men lorry. Bin men lorry. <laughs> <laughs> what is that called? Just the bin, bin lorry. lorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it does. Garbage truck. Yeah. Garbage truck. So. I've had another thought about it because people put all sorts of rubbish in their bin, literally. If you were to compact it, it would probably release a lot of juices. So yeah. I'm thinking there's a tray underneath. Maybe Collect it's just that precious a tray. bin juice. Maybe it's like it's got some sort of like cat litter type material in it. So it absorbs all mm. the bin juice and stops the smells. And then you can just empty that into the bin before you take it out. Yeah. There's a bin juice collector. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I'm just thinking now though, th- this sounds like a bit more of a bigger thing to install in a house or something as opposed to just, you know, you, you buy a mini baler and put it in your kitchen or something. It would be good for recyclable stuff as well, I think. Because mm. you end up with so many cardboard boxes and you put one cardboard box in the bin and the whole bin's full. Yeah. This uh, makes me think of the letterbox thing from last week. You want a baler in the letterbox? <laughs> Please don't do that. No, just like, you know, in America they have... Uh, Shoots, don't they? Garbage shoots or, mm-hmm. or whatever. That's quite a good idea, isn't it? I know we and don't... they have um, garbage disposal things yeah, in the sink, yeah, in the sink. don't they? Yeah. Uh, one of my points I was going to mention about this baler is, is obviously it's a health and safety hazard. Yeah, don't let your toddlers near it. Actually, it's just as dangerous as a garbage... What do they call this again? Garbage... Disposal? <laughs> disposal yeah, garbage <laughs> disposable thing. But disposal... A garbage oh, wizard. It's got too hot in here, and we've we've had to close the windows it's for the so podcast. Warm. And whew, uh, I think 
I think it's something you put on the uh, the the booklet. Do not put your hand in. Do not turn on. I and then you have this safety you mechanism. Be able to turn it on when the lid is open. It yeah. can only be used when the lid is shut. Mm. Maybe it's even the contraption is attached to the lid. So the th- the hydraulic press that pushes down is attached to the lid. So when it's open, it physically can't go down in the bin. Yeah. And it will only. You, would you get a lot of people just start doing YouTube channels of? Yeah, because there's the hydraulic press one, isn't oh man, there? I love like that. squashing just oh. random stuff in their valers. Marbles well, I mean, is a good one. Even better, because that's marketing for your product, isn't it? That's true. Yeah. But also you wouldn't see inside the bin. It's just, it would just be compacting it down. Unless you made like a one made out of uh, see-through plastic. Mm, that could be quite um, interesting. I mean, no one wants to see their trash, do no. they? Trash. <laughs> trash. Trash. It would probably also reduce... It would okay. It would definitely reduce the amount of times you would have to take your bin out. Yeah, that's the worst part about mm-hmm. the bin, isn't it? We got a bigger bin for that, but it seems like I'm out there just as much. Just, yeah, and it would also reduce the number of bin bags you use. Mm. So I'm thinking maybe it's yeah. just like a plastic insert, and you pop your trash in, it gets compacted down, or maybe it's like stainless steel or something. Because yeah, isn't there a, a type of you actually you know, you'll need something real like heavy, antibacterial, possibly. Yeah, I'm sure. But it needs to be is. firm because as it's squashed down, mm. you wouldn't you don't want, want it that to buckle. To, yeah. Yeah. So maybe it's like inside is like a stainless steel or something that's easy to clean. And as it gets compacted down, all of the liquid is pushed out of it, mm. goes into the tray underneath. And then it's less likely to smell and go moldy if there's not much liquid in yeah, there. Yeah, you might even not even need a bag. You just take the little cube like Wally and go and yeah. put it in the community bin or whatever yeah. or your bin. Or maybe the bags are small, compostable cube shapes. Mm. And maybe there's a little like cap flap at the bottom yeah. that you can like, you pull the cube out the bottom rather than having to like dig down in the yeah, bin. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Almost like a, a vending machine dispenser. So it's yeah. like squishes it and then just drops it down. Oh, you could make a novelty one where you like, where you pop in a bit of money, type in the numbers and your bin opens. It could also be a piggy bank. <laughs> 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 what a good way to save money. Wow, this is, we're really innovating the bin here, aren't we? <laughs> but no, I think this is just some great ideas. And I, I'm going to jump back to what you said about the compostable bin bag. Why don't mm-hmm. we do that? Uh, I have no idea. It's all going into landfill anyway, right? That makes me so sad. Yeah. I hate the idea of landfill. It's just like, oh, what are we doing? And if it was cubes, it'd at least be able to line it up and there'd be no space wasted, right? Yeah. Landfill that you look at these days is literally just like they chuck it out the back of a lorry and it just sits there and there's like a bike and an old wardrobe and yeah. a pile of rubbish and bits it's of paper. It's got to be a better way, isn't there? Has to be a better way. So we've innovated the bin. Next, we'll try and innovate the whole landfill process. I would like that. I think it starts with everyone at home, doesn't it? It 100% starts with us yeah. because we are the people that create the rubbish. We are also the only species on the planet that creates litter. Like there, there is no other species that creates litter. Yeah, but we're also the only species on the planet that can uh, do brain surgery and fly to the moon. So, yeah, but that's why it's our responsibility. Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting a this. This bit is a political or something. This is close to my heart. This one. Yeah. I'm. I'm a well, keen you, advocate yeah, for you picking did, up uh, litter. Local charity, didn't you? Litter did. Angels. Yeah. Shout out to Litter Angels. Good stuff. So I guess. Well, maybe we just ask everyone. How would you innovate? the whole waste process to Mm. make it easy because people want it easy don't they that's the thing if you make something that's got too many 
bells and whistles on it then mm. it'll be a novelty for a day and then they'll be like oh man i just want a bin where i open the lid and i chuck the stuff in yeah we almost need it to be easier than a ai bin. or something so you put the bin, <laughs> how do we make it community in the bin, based in the bin. <laughs> you put the thing in the bin and the robot ai says thank says, you <laughs> no he's like oh this is a this and this would be best if it goes that way so i mean systems like almost as if it oh, goes okay there's no walk into the bins and the bin truck come in it's like there's oh now I'm picturing like the and doors <laughs> in like Monsters Inc. Things are like picking stuff up and putting it in the right or piles. Or the doors in Monsters Inc. You know where they like go off on different tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean oh. that sounds. Oh, well, they both sound like ridiculous ideas. <laughs> they might be too far. They're, they're we ideas, would definitely need Elon involved in that if we're yeah, building yeah. tunnels underground. Yeah, get in touch with the boring company. <laughs> Shout out. So, uh, so yeah, number the, three. The, the whole waste process. Uh, needs innovating, but let's start with the kitchen bin. The baler bin. bin. Ding, ding, ding. ding. So that's our three ideas. Mm-hmm. I said to Sammy at the start, this looks like a bit of a dud episode because it's Rude. like, oh, no, I knew it wouldn't be, <laughs> but it's a bra, a bin, a toilet seat. It's just going it's, back to our roots, though. But yeah, that's it. That's what it's all about. <laughs> it's, it's innovating all the little things that you think are at their peak. But there's and, always more that can yeah, be done. Yeah, and also don't just be innovating flying cars. You know, your <laughs> your doormat. There might be a better way to wipe and, mud uh, off your shoes at the doormat. Yeah. Don't overlook the insignificant things because they are not insignificant. They make all our lives easier. They have done. Like, what what did we do before the bin? We just threw stuff out the window. Yeah, basically. What did we do before windows? Whoa. Yeah. Now there's an idea. Windows. There's an idea. Windows. Anyway, we uh, all know now what it's time for. Band name of the week. And this week's band name is... Uh, well, there was there was a bit of misunderstanding with this band name. Yeah, so you're getting two in one here, really. Yeah. You get to pick. Because I said tickle shins and you heard... Chicken shins. <laughs> so Which are two very different things. Tickle shins or chicken shins yeah that's quite hard pick. to say fast try, don't try that <laughs> tickle shins chicken shins tickle shins chicken shins no <laughs> no <laughs> you, you said this sounded country didn't you uh, this reminds me and purely because it's got the word chicken in it reminds me of that <laughs> brown band because there's a song called chicken fried and it's all that like the new, the new, the new, the new. i know we like a chicken fried reminds yeah. me of that tonky tonky which we we keep that was last week's Honky Tonky. We've had what? country come up five times. I think we yeah. might be biased. I think in, we love country. So deep down, <laughs> yeah, we're don't at us. Country lovers. We are. It's going to be country or jazz because that's basically what we <laughs> listen to. But it, I mean, tickle shins. Tickle it, shins. It could be like a kids, um, Aww, <laughs> like yeah. little music. Kids, little thing. music. I don't know. I'm too <laughs> hot now. We're near the end. It could be like, uh, like the Wiggles or whatever they're called. Mm. I once watched a documentary about the girl from the Wiggles. It was fascinating. A day in the life of that Wiggle. What was so special about her? That Wiggle, I mean. Um, I think she was Australian. Right. But then the Wiggles might be Australian, so I don't think that's <laughs> <laughs> anything to write home about. Um, she used to like curl her own hair and stuff for it, I think. And then she I'm ended up stop wearing you there a wig. Because I actually have no idea what Wiggles is. <laughs> Also, I remember nothing about the documentary. I'm just panicking. My palms are sweating. <laughs> so, Chicken Shins. Uh, this uh, this could be a punk band. Chicken Shins. Like, okay. you know, like a funny one, maybe. Okay, a bit like... Um, what was the other one we had that Jason wrote a song for? 
uh, full palm stroke. Full palm stroke. I mean, that's 100% punk. But this... 150% punk. Uh, chicken shins could just be, you know, uh, 56% punk. punk. Pop punk. <laughs> yeah, why not? Okay. And tickle yeah, shins is the new wiggles. <laughs> I think it would be easy to do a, a logo or something for chicken shins. What about, it's like a chicken and it's wearing like a high-heeled boot. And it's like its little wings are like holding up a, a skirt, and it's showing off its its shins. Because <laughs> it just reminded just, me, yeah, just chicken in a skirt is just Based, brilliant. Well, when we used to I go to Weatherspoons, people used to order chicken strips all the time. But some people yeah. used to say chicken strippers, and every time <laughs> it reminded me of a chicken wearing a feather boa, like. <laughs> <laughs> Only you would see that thought through. Yeah. I didn't tell you my story about the toilet seat either. I forgot. Oh, really yeah, quick? let's jump back. This is a, um, a little sign off. I once went on a school trip to Andorra. This is a school mm-hmm. skiing trip in year six. No, wait, no, I'm lying. We didn't go there. We went to Austria. Sorry, went to Zalamzi. Well, I, don't, I, was, I didn't know where Andorra is. I have no idea. Oh, Andorra, I think, is in the Alps, maybe okay. between France and Spain. I can't remember. Um, but Geography. we actually went to Austria to a place called Zalamzi. And it was like a 23 and a half hour coach journey mm-hmm. with lots and lots of year six children. So how old are you in year six? Like 10 or 11? Yeah. A coach full of 10 year olds. And there was a TV and only one person remembered to bring a DVD. So we watched oh. Mr. Bean the whole Mr. way Bean. there. Oh man, it was painful. <laughs> but we stopped. I think we might have only stopped off once on the whole journey. How many hours was it? 23 and a half hours. Maybe that's exaggerated. Maybe it was two, but I only oh, remember. That sounds about right. Austria, yeah. Yeah. Um, on a bus. We yeah. stopped at this one place and I was desperate for the loo, so I ran into the toilet and I didn't, I was so desperate, I didn't take any of my coats or bags or anything off. I just like pulled my trousers down, <laughs> sat on the toilet. And then it was a really weird, I think, I don't know where we were, but it was a really weird toilet because once you were finished, the toilet seat spun round and then there was like a cleaning mechanism at the back. It was like, you know, the car wash bristles. Oh, so it would go underneath and wash the toilet seat. Yeah, so it would clean Ah. the toilet seat, except I was wearing so many bags and coats and things and it was a sensor, like, you know, Mm. one of those, like you wave your hand over and it flushes the toilet. So my bag like waved over it it and it set it off and the toilet seat started spinning while I was still sitting on it and I (laughs) fell on the floor with all of my bags and coats surrounding me and my trousers down my... Sorry? Were you pooping? (laughs) (laughs) Were you pooping? Was it like that scene in Dumb and Dumber where he just pooped everywhere? No, it wasn't. I'd finished my business. Well, that's good. I'm glad for you. Yeah, I was just laying on the floor in this like random Austrian... What's it called? Bus toilet. Bus toilet. Yeah, just completely shocked and bewildered <laughs> that. Like, why am I on the floor? Did you scream or anything? Uh, I don't think from so. the outside. I think it I just, just sounded like, like someone's been murdered. Yelped and fell off, and then spent a few seconds trying to recalibrate what just happened. The toilet seat kicked me off. Must be an Austrian thing. Yeah, maybe it was yeah. very strange. That's my toilet seat story. If anyone's got a video. Of that sort of toilet seat. I'd love to oh, see it. Oh, you going to of me falling off <laughs> of that toilet seat. Yeah, we'll find it later. I'll try and I'll show you what. It was yeah. really weird. Anyway, sorry. Well, I promised that... you a toilet seat story and there it was. <laughs> did you open with that? Is that... No, did I you told you me? earlier, didn't oh, okay. I? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the episode. Um, yep. All three ideas and the band name. And an You're extra welcome. story. 
Yeah, bonus story. I don't have any stories about toilet Maybe seats. But maybe okay. maybe the next product. Okay. So so for now, we say good day to you. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs>